Hello, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. I'm your host, Will Scaff. The coronavirus, also known as COVID-19, affects everyone socially and financially. Small businesses across the nation are being affected, but this podcast will be focused in my home base in Northwest Ohio. Northwest Ohio is a small community filled with friendly people who look after each other. Workers are often paid low wages, particularly in service sectors and government jobs. Although Northwest Ohio is inexpensive compared to the coasts and other large cities in the Midwest, most workers in Northwest Ohio cannot fund large cash reserves to support them in difficult times. With so many people similarly situated, a network of support including food banks, Goodwills, and Toledo-specific industries such as Toledo Grows and Cherry Street Mission support the needy. Employers feel an obligation to their employees. However, current situations due to the global pandemic make these obligations challenging. Each episode, I will be speaking with locals who are involved in all sectors of work to see how their realm is affected by COVID-19. Today, I will be speaking with local bookstore owner Denise from Gathering Volumes in Perrysburg, Ohio. She will be speaking about how the coronavirus has affected her business and how the local community has banded together and is actually benefiting her business during these difficult times. So how are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, Can you describe your business for me? Um, I sure can. We are the only independent bookstore in Northwest Ohio. Um, We carry new, used, and bargain books in store. Um, We work directly with publishers, and we pick the books that are on our Um, at least our new shelf, our used books, we're a little dependent on others. Um, So it's all curated here locally for our customers. Um, And we opened in summer of 2016, so we're coming up on our four-year anniversary. So you said you're independent. What's the difference between, like, you and Barnes & Noble and other large booksellers around? So independent, typically, like, I don't know that there's a – official definition but generally independent means that we work directly with publishers we have new books so there's a lot of used book stores who I I, and some of them I think call themselves independent bookstores too but um, through the ABA generally it means you have new books Um, and then uh, our difference between us and Barnes & Noble is we we only have one store Um, there's definitely independents that have you know three or four or five stores um, but we're generally a smaller, we're not a big chain, um, and we decide what's on our shelves locally here, not somebody in the headquarters in, say, Alabama. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Do you have a lot of employees in your one shop, or just you? No, we have, my husband and I own the shop. Um, I have two kids who do, like, my son cleans the bathrooms, and we give him an allowance for doing that. Um, but uh, but it's basically my husband and I, and we have one employee. Has the government's response to the virus uh, affected your business in any way? Oh, definitely. Um, We are not technically open for folks to come in and browse the books. Um, Luckily, uh, I am an IT project manager or was an IT project manager before this, so we've always had a website where people can order anything in print, not just what we have in stock, but also special orders and pre-orders. Um, so our business has changed pretty dramatically because we're most we're doing pretty much everything online. Um, so we're still shipping books out, um, but we aren't open as a storefront. If that makes sense. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, 
would your website just pop up if someone looked it up online? Yes, like it's just gatheringvolumes.com. Interesting. So we've added some new things to our business, kind of as like, you know, uh, kind of like when it first was announced, like, oh, my goodness, like, you know, what are we going to do? So we've added what we call care packages. So we have a Google form on our website now that you can fill out and basically you can send it to yourself or anybody else and just give us some idea of, you know, what type of books you like or the person you're sending it to likes. Um, and we have some additional items like you can add a pair of bookie socks or a bookmark or, you know, mugs, stuff too, um, and just send a little care package out. So that was something we created like right at the beginning of this craziness. Um, so we've added a few extra things, but most of the stuff on the website's been there. We've always done subscriptions. We've always had, you know, all the books out there. So. Okay, that makes sense. I'm sure people in, like, nursing homes that can't have visitors appreciate the, the boxes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I actually just got an email this morning from someone that they're doing a um, social distancing baby shower, and they asked if people could order books and if I could ship them all to the to the new mom-to-be. So, so, yeah, it's a different world right now. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. When you ship uh, the books out, do you just drive them, or do you have a separate company that does it? Um, we mostly use the post office. So the post office has something called Media Mail, which makes it really nice for bookstores because the shipping's a little less than the typical package. Um, so most of it we do through the post office. We are locally offering if somebody's comfortable with it. Um, we every we now close at 5:30 every day, and I go do local deliveries. We don't go up to the doorstep though. We just put it in your mailbox, um, and then you can quarantine it for as long as you feel the need to quarantine it for. Um, so social distancing, local delivery, but just gets it there faster. Media mail they generally quote a week to get to somebody. Usually it's less than that, but if somebody's like, oh, I really need my book today, like we can get it to them. Yeah, that makes sense, especially with the libraries closed right now. Yeah. Um, have the circumstances affected you personally? Yeah, like I said, I have two kids at home, um, and they're <laughs> home now all the time. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I have a 10-year-old and a 13-year-old who are both uh, um, they're actually in two different school, uh, one's in a private school and one's in our local school system. So we're learning how to do this distance learning as well. Um, luckily, like they're old enough that they're fairly independent. Um, like I said, I don't know what I would do if I had a kindergartner at home and I was having to teach kindergarten right now. Uh, I definitely wouldn't be able to keep my business going right now if my husband's <laughs> younger. Um, my husband's a university professor, so he's actually teaching from home as well. Um, so with the kids being the age they are, they can all kind of independently do their thing at home. If the kids were younger, you know, he wouldn't be able to teach while they were <laughs> home by themselves with him. <laughs> so um, so we'd have to do things a lot differently. So I really, really sympathize with anyone who's got young kids right now. It's got to be it's got to be really difficult. Yeah, absolutely. The online classing has been really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, and it's great for the older kids, but I can't see how they could do kindergarten online. Like, yeah, I'm right. sure they're figuring out ways to do it, but as a mom, I just think the parents are going to have to have to be way more there than um, than for the older kids. Yeah, for sure. How long do you think your business can function before drastic measures? are going to have to be taken? Such as, um, like, right now, support. like, I have been very pleasantly surprised. We have gotten a lot of support from our customers. They are ordering online and ordering the care packages. Um, I have, I've had customers call and just say, hey, I just want to buy a gift certificate because I don't need a book right now, but I want to support you. Like, I 
honestly, like my love for my customers right now is overwhelming. Um, so right now um, we can make it through this. Um, you know, right now we're planning for the through the end of May, um, and we're definitely going to make it through that. Um, if it lasts through the summer and things start slowing down, um, we'll have to reevaluate. But uh, I'm a pretty conservative person financially, um, so we have we have cash available for the business. So. Um, so I, I think we could make it even if it lasts through the summer. That's great. And right now we're still paying our employee, even though we're not asking her to come in. So that's part of our goal, too, is as a small business, like we know, you know our employees count on us. So um, we will, you know, be, that's part of the plan is to keep paying our employee through that time, too. Yeah, I'm sure they appreciate that. I I feel like they probably wouldn't do that if it was bigger scale, like uh, Barnes and Noble or Books a Million or something like that. Yeah, and if we had more employees, it wouldn't be as feasible. But um, luckily, that's not <laughs> that's not the case. So um, so we can do it. So we're going to do it. Um, and again, with the customers supporting us, there's no reason not to. Like right now, we are getting enough orders to keep the business going, um, like we like normal. So. There's no reason not to support our employee through that, too. Yeah, that's great. I'm sure they appreciate it. Have you seen any acts of kindness throughout these times? Oh, definitely. Like I said, we put the care packages out right away, um, and we've already had people, like, the, we have, you know, we always ask, like, what do you want written on the, you know, little note card? You know, we have people sending BFF care packages and new mom care packages. Um, you know, people are definitely watching out for each other. Um and and trying to make sure everyone is you know doing okay um and like i said we've had customers come you know call us and, and ask us what they can do to help and i've seen um other bookstores have had to put out gofundmes to try and um stay afloat uh, and they've been getting great responses from book lovers and customers to their gofundmes as well um we have an organization for booksellers called bink b-i-n-c um, that has been there for a while. Um, I think it's been it's been around since at least since I've been in business, um, and it's there to help booksellers, not just store owners, but like um, employees and everything. If they have, you know, if somebody has a medical you know issue and they can't work and they need some funds, and um, they've also been asking uh, folks to to donate to them to help out during this, and, and they've been receiving donations too. So. People who can help are definitely stepping up to help, and I think all of us want to help. I've been sewing face masks every night, even though part of me feels like I'm not sure they're really that useful. But I think, all, <laughs> I think everyone wants to help in whatever way they can, and, and we're seeing that happen. Um, so, uh, so yeah, definitely lots of acts of kindness out there. Yeah, that's really nice to see the local community banding together like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. Well, thank you. Yeah. Good luck with your project. Thank you so much. As you can see, the local businesses will continue to be affected by this pandemic. It is uber important that people do their best to support local businesses, such as Denise's Gathering Volumes Bookstore, while they are still open. That's it for the show today. Until next time, I'm your host, Will Scaff. Thank you.